Hello there. Hi, everybody. It's Karina here from Anua and I'm... Um, yeah, hope you're all doing good today and um, we are at the run-up to Christmas, so it's an exciting time and I'm here in the studio now with um, my guest today who I'm excited about interviewing. Um, I am very much into the holistic approach to our well-being and, uh, and yeah, so I have the very woman to talk us through what she does and her name is Elaine Platt and she is... Um, Basically, she does a thing. It's a holistic well-being approach to things, and it's called a matsu. Oh, there's one for you now. I haven't never heard of this one, matsu. But um, Elaine, I'm delighted to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you very much, Karina. Delighted to be here. It's great. It's great. Now, I have a lot of questions for you because um, obviously I have no idea really what this is all about, and um, I'm sure everybody's uh, curious. So, where do we all start? What exactly is it, Elaine? So, Amatsu is a full body treatment. So, mm. um, we deal with um, restoring the balance to the body. So, um, and natural body movement comes back into the body and that mm-hmm. automatically helps with any dysfunctions. Mm-hmm. Now, in layman's terms, what does that mean? Somebody comes into me, basically, who has gone over on their ankle um, on a sports injury or something like that. When you go over on your ankle, you actually damage your knee and your hip and your back as well, OK? Mm-hmm. If you get your ankle fixed, you're up and running, you're fine. And that can be all that needs to be done. But sometimes you get people that will come to the clinic and they will say, I woke up this morning, I just can't get out of bed. And you will say, well, did you have a fall? No, nothing, nothing happened. It's a couple of years after the incident. And the body will keep going with a strain in the in the muscles and the ligaments. Um, and then all of a sudden it'll kind of go, do you know what, I've enough. And you won't be able to get out of the bed. So they come into the clinic with an unexplained injury. They've usually been to the doctor, they've had the MRI scan, there's nothing there. They've been maybe to A&E. There's nothing medically wrong, there's no broken bones, nothing, but they're in agony and they can't get back going. So they come into myself and we have a chat and we go through their medical history. And what Amatsu does is it looks at the body as a whole. So you might come into me with a sore back, but I won't just look at your back. I look at everything because usually the the uh, source of the pain is not the cause of the pain. Mm. So you come in with a sore back and you've unexplained, don't know where it came from, fine, we'll sit down, we'll have a look at you, we'll balance the hips and we'll look at the rest of the body. And through chatting to people, usually you find out, well, you know, two years ago, I got an awful pain in my knee, but it left after a couple of days and I was fine and I kept going. That was probably the first sign the body was going, there's something wrong. Kept going for another two years and now it's just gone. Um, no, I have enough. You need to sort this out. And so the muscles will have... Um, They've locked and they're holding the position. That won't allow you to get out of the bed. Um, and it also then would have an effect on your breathing because everything is interconnected. So when one thing is out, everything is out. And not only is it bothered, is it the body and the structure, it also helps. It also um, affects energy and the way you feel. Because if the body is not working right, it's eating into your reserve and your energy structure. So for you to do your day-to-day job, you're, you might get through the day, but you come home and you're just exhausted. There's nothing left in the tank as such. So that's they come into me yeah. and that's what we look at. So it, very it's very interesting. interesting. It certainly is. And it's something you just uh, tapped into there. You mentioned about, um, you know, very often we have 
different sorts of things that happen to us like for instance somebody fell or yeah. had done something and it doesn't affect you then and there you might be sore but you don't realise the impact that it can actually have on you in the long run and it can trigger off something else <coughs> completely and mm. I think it's the Irish thing you know something happens you fall on the ground slip on the ice but the first thing you do is somebody comes over and asks you are you okay I'm fine you jump back yeah. up and go mm-hmm. so another big thing that I get is uh, car accidents or people come in again with unexplained pain and through chatting to them find out that 10 years ago or 15 years ago they had a car accident but they walked away and they were fine you know and I the first thing is to to chat about the incident now I often find that just even talking about what actually happened the floodgates opened Mm. all right so that is an incident that happened in your life and the adrenaline kicks in Okay, and you are our body is made to build uh, fight or flight. So when that happens and you're it's unexpected and it's the same with other things that happen in your life. But I'm just taking a car accident as a yeah. specific example. Mm. So you will fight it or you'll run. So we we jump out of the car. We go. Is everybody all right? Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I can walk. Look, my legs are moving. Um, I feel a bit shook and but I'm grand. I'm grand. There's nothing broke. Mm. But it does have a massive effect. Your neck will be thrown out. Your liver will get stuck. You will crush some of the organs inside your body. Your body will stay going. It will stay functioning. It's the most complex computer you've ever seen is our bodies. Mm. But we're inclined to neglect them. And we're inclined to go, I'm fine. I'm grand. It's okay. And then as the weeks go on, you'll find that people might be feeling a little bit down, not feeling themselves, can't put their finger on it. But again, push to the side and say, I'm grand. I'm grand sure there's worse people out there they don't deal with the, the situation at the time and when they come into m- myself it's usually years after the incident and that the body can only take so much and it can only cope with so much and then it has to let it out and the way I deal with it is that we deal with it structurally in the body and let the pain out now on other circumstances and other people need to go and talk to professionals about it I deal with the structural side of things and I listen but I'm not, I'm not there as a, a counsellor but I'm there as an ear and a friend and they're in a safe safe place Um. So that's that's what what it usually Very walks in the door. So what is the situation then? If somebody comes and see sees yourself, what would they come in? They come in with a problem, and yeah. they you assess the problem. How do you go about it? What's the procedure? So well, the first thing that some kind of is. The treatment is suitable for all ages, okay? So I would deal with from newborn babies all the way up to um, older people. Uh, Absolutely fine. It's hands-on treatment and it's very soft touch. So it's no cracking bones, jumping on backs, anything like that, okay? It's very, very gentle. And as I say to my own clients is, if you get nothing out of this, you'll get an hour of relaxation. That's it. And if that's all you get, that's brilliant. Mm. But I will be working on you structurally, giving your bo- your muscles, your ligaments um, and bones space to correct themselves. Your body is crying out to get fixed. It wants to be right. It knows it's not right. So it, you go in and you will assess the body using um, different um different uh, therapeutic uh, yeah. treatments mm-hmm. so the likes of kinesiology we use a uh, cranial sacral um, we use muscle testing we will um, assess um, the hips and the, sa- uh, the sacrum which would get stuck we look at people's shoulders necks heads it's the full 
wow. works. So th- I often get people coming in and they might have a sore elbow and they're like, why is she down at my feet? Um, but I have to look at the body mm-hmm. as a whole because I might miss something and I can work all you want on your elbow and it might feel okay leaving me and a couple of days later, but you will be back in the position that you were because that, as I said, that wasn't the cause of the pain. That's the source of the pain. And we want to get to the cause. And the cause could be your knee, basically. And if I work on your knee, the pain hopefully will be gone. Mm. Or it, what you will get is a couple of days or maybe a couple of weeks of being fine. And then it might come niggling back again. We'd have to do another session. We're retraining the body. You've got to remember as well, the body thinks this is normal because it's probably been walking around for a long, long time imbalanced and it adjusts and it keeps you going but it's given up now and it's said you know I need to get sorted and back to the place so that's what fantastic I I love the fact that you have a few things to offer there you know you know that you're doing this new um is it a new concept this or where does it come from it comes it's a japanese treatment so it's very popular in japan um it's come over to ireland since uh, the 90s uh, you can only actually learn to be an amatsu therapist in japan so obviously that that's why people didn't make its way over here so you were in japan no well in the ninth in 1990 yeah. they allowed three three westerners basically to qualify and they've come over to Ireland. So there is schools in Ireland and the UK. So I've trained here in Ireland. Um, And so it's only Ireland, the UK or Japan that you can actually um, train up. Mm. So it's, it's a small community. It's very much word of mouth. I would be honest, like I'm usually the last resort, right? I am the person that when somebody is in pain, their partner or somebody in work even is fed up listening to them and they hand them a card and go, go and see her. Mm. What is she? Just go and see her. Right. And they walk into me and they haven't a clue what I'm going to do. Mm. And they're delighted. You know, walking back out, they can actually put the two feet on the floor. They feel a little bit better. They're not fixed. As I say to people, I'm not a miracle worker. I can't fix everything. Mm. But what I can do is help their bodies to cope with the pain in order to get through the next stage. So like I would deal a lot with people maybe that are going through chemotherapy. Like I can't fix cancer. Mm. I can't fix that. But what I can do is help your body to be in the best shape possible going forward into chemo to be able to fight the side effects on it. It's incredible. Because <clears throat> I know years ago we used to call them miracle workers, you know. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and, and, like and that's it's, not it's what I am. It's like, a mir- <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know. But you know what? It's amazing what the power of, you know, being able to identify things and throughout the body be able to do that. It's quite an incredible thing to be able to do, you know. Um, kinesiology, you mentioned there, yeah. the cranial massage. Yeah. It's great that you do all of this. You do the full package as well. That's it. Like, it, that's it. We're so, looking at everything. We are looking at everything. Yeah, because it's very interesting. I actually went to see a kinesiologist myself at one, st- one stage yeah. and I found it incredible the way um, there's allergy testing and yeah. there's different ways of identifying different things your body can react to. Yeah. And I was shocked. I couldn't believe it because um, I learned that I was, uh, you know, I didn't tolerate, I was allergic to wheat, something yeah. I shouldn't have. And there were certain things wrong with me, you know, um, and she worked on certain things. And as you said before about you might have a problem with your stomach, but yet it's your foot that needs to be worked on. And um, it's incredible the way your body has different parts of your body are related to different areas, you know, but we are a giant, we are a computer really, aren't we? Completely. And completely. it's not a quick fix. It's something that's going to take time uh, to identify. And then you have to try and work on certain points. But there 
is a great hope for people if they are you know suffering with different things and they're looking for a last resort and it's great to know that there's people like you out there doing something like this and yeah and i work in conjunction with okay with like so with yeah. the doctor whatever the doctor says we'll work with it and like i would always make sure that people have been to the doctor that there isn't um a clot somewhere there isn't a potential of a heart attack you know like uh, but we work well together so once the doctor says look I'm a bit baffled. I don't know. We've done everything. The next point I find a lot of the time is maybe antidepressant drugs, is medication that maybe the client doesn't really need. And the side effects of that as well are are massive and would have a knock-on effect. So that's when people kind of come and say, right, well, I'll give this a go. And they come in. And within two, probably two to three, four sessions, they start to see a big difference. It all depends on how long this has been going on. So every patient is different, okay? If it's something very recent, we can kind of deal with it. If it's small, we can deal with it. But it could be something huge. I mean, I've had, I've worked with clients, teenagers going through leaving cert exams and junior cert exams. So basically, it's just making them, balancing them out and making them strong. Just strong in their body, right? And grounded. It's all about grounding. So I'll ground them and I'll talk to them then afterwards and I'll say, right, what's, what's going on? What are you worried about? And they might say to me, look, well, I'm, I'm really bad at maths and, you know, I'm, I'm going to fail it. I'm going to fail it. And I say, if you put that out there, do you know what? You'll prove yourself right. You will fail it because you just keep saying you're going to fail it. Mm. So let's drop that and park it. OK, have you done a bit of study? Yeah, I've done the study. OK, so let's let's put a target out there. If you got a D, would you be happy? Oh, I'd be delighted. Would you be happy if you got a C? I'd love a C. Right. Well, let's say maybe we'll get a C. Right. Just put it out there. I said, what's the worst thing that could happen? You get a D. Okay, that's fine. And then I'll say to them, now, before you go into the exam, I want you to visualise. It's all about visualisation. So imagine you're a tree and and they laugh at me. They think I'm mad. And that's okay as well because I tell them I'm mad anyway. <laughs> so I say, stand there. Imagine you're a tree. You don't need to tell anybody what you're doing. It takes two minutes quietly in the bathroom when you go into the loo before you go into your exam. And you go, imagine you've got roots and they're going down into the ground and they're going deep, deep down and they're all getting wrapped up in the soil. Can you visualise it? Yeah, I can. Right, now you're grounded. I said, you're ready to fight this battle and you're going in to do it. All right, yeah, and they kind of think I'm I'm, uh, talking a load of rubbish. Then I say to them, you're going to go in, you're going to turn over the paper and you're going to go, I can't, I, I can't answer any of these questions. I said, turn over the paper and breathe three times. And then I want you to find one question on the paper that you can answer one there has to be one if you put in the study there has to be one so they turn it over they do the one and then I want you to go back and read the first question and I want you to relax and go for it I said because the first thing if you panic and you get all flustered all of a sudden 20 minutes a half an hour is gone you can't make that back up and then you get all then you start to realise that you don't have enough time and it has a knock on effect you to say do you know what I'm not going to bother sitting it I'm going to walk away out of here so little things like that I, and it's great to show them 
tactics to deal with situations. It's the same then if you're going for an interview. It's the same um, if you're going into <laughs> to radio interview. <laughs> I was grinding myself outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, just all those things and thing, general things in life. Everything is going to knock you off balance. But it's how we deal with it. And it's stopping thinking and being a little bit positive. Mindful yeah, of the of present. Of the, exactly. And I love that idea, actually. I think that's very important. And it's a really good tip for anyone that is going through exams mm-hmm. is to answer the question that you know Just first. One. Just one. And that puts you in the right place. Because yeah. then you think, well, OK, I've answered the one I know. And then you're in a better space. You're better a place. Yeah. Because um, it is a panic. And I remember myself, God, back those days, you know, doing exams. It's such a stressful time. It's a panic sets in, you know, or unless you go in there really relaxed. So I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. And we're back in the studio um, with Elaine Platt, um, our holistic lady. And she's telling us all about the great work she's doing uh, with Amatsu, um, which is uh, sounds intriguing and seems to cover so much. Um, just during the break, we were talking there about um, some case studies and about different things you're doing at the moment. But I'd love to know how this, uh, how you led to do this. Like, what, what's your background? And well, my background is financial. I was a financial advisor for a long time, and um, about 15 years ago, I was playing tag rugby, and I fell and slipped and actually cracked my coccyx. So that's your the tailbone in basically in your bum, mm-hmm. and uh, went to. A&E and got my x-rays and they said yeah you've broken it but there's nothing we can do about it like that's it so I spent the next eight weeks walking around with a child's rubber ring in a pillowcase because I couldn't sit down and I felt absolutely terrible really really down was embarrassed and in pain all the time and I'd say everybody was fed up listening to me being in pain but I actually was in pain so uh, a lady that I worked with handed me a card and said listen go see this lady and I said what does she do and she's like she's an Amatsu therapist and I said oh what go and see her okay fine so I went in and saw her and she was working on my head and I was lying on the bed going I have a pain in my bum not in my head but with that she moved my coccyx and I said to her you moved it and she said yeah because your tailbone is your end bone and your front bone is the frontal your forehead okay and if your coccyx is stuck or snapped your pituitary gland is stuck and it means the good hormone and the happy hormone is not working so I was feeling down and miserable and I just thought it was because of the fall and whatever but actually hormonally and structurally I wasn't working properly so I was hooked amazing absolutely mm-hmm. hooked now I walked away and I went I haven't a clue what she did but I think it's brilliant mm-hmm. and I used to always say I'd love to know what that is I'd love to study it but for me it was like going back to be a doctor there was no way I have two small kids blah 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 I'm married didn't have the time but um, about four years ago anyway the opportunity landed in my lap and I mean to say landed in my lap I was told there's a place on a course if you want to do it it's up to you and I came up with every reason under the sun I had only had a baby six weeks ago I you know I couldn't afford it everything Um, 
but actually I went do you know what if I don't give this a try this opportunity will never ever come again so I stuck with it studied it was hard it was very difficult was it a long uh, it's a, it's course. a three year course and it's distant learning and um, a lot of case studies but like I had no background in anatomy and physiology okay so a lot of people in the course might be nurses or um, uh, occupational therapists um, like I can sell you a pension you know but I couldn't tell you where you, parts of your body were so that was massive for me but I love it I absolutely love it and I understand mm. the benefits of it so in ways I think I'm better I'm lucky because I'm not clouded by other treatments and other medical reasonings behind it I was just a sponge I was like that makes sense I get it mm. and you know um, so I that's how I got into it and I'm really enjoying it so the mm. practice about three years now it's incredible and I love the fact that you actually had a hands-on experience with this and no better person to try and to put it out there is the fact that it's actually worked for you well that's it and, and that's what I say to clients and now you're able to do it yeah, I've lain I, I, yeah. I still lie on the couch like I still get treatments every six or eight mm. weeks I still have to look after myself there's no point in me personally being all over the shop and trying to treat somebody that's that's not fair mm. and it doesn't work yeah. so I have to make sure I'm okay and that I'm stable and I have dealt with everything that I need to deal with and then I can help other people but there's no point in not being that person that was lying on the, on the bed and understand what your clients are going through and it's amazing as you said before we are like computers so like if if a computer is not working you have to kind of it's like ourselves we have to give ourselves the MOT and, and watch different things that are going on and, and everything in our lives have our emotions our, our stresses our anxieties our different things that are going on in our life will all have an impact on our bodies will all have an effect because we hold it somewhere and it's bound to have an effect on some other part of our body you know so um, we do carry so much around with us there's a lot more stresses and pressures on people mm-hmm. and uh, I love the fact that you went from finance into doing this and I think that's amazing you know what a jump and like this is the thing I'm hearing an awful lot about as well is so many people um, starting one particular job and they just carry on because it's expected and you're trying to get into you get, you just fall into that trap isn't it yeah, really completely. a trap and then something happens in your track something stops you and it's like sometimes in life we need to be knocked down Completely. to be able to realise that that's not your road that's not your path that's not your flow you need to do something else and um, although the time is really hard to try and uh, identify okay what's, what's going on and what am I going to do from here but you took three years to kind of uh, to train to do this and now you're doing incredible things and changing people's lives and, and uh, I think it's remarkable That's it mm. like I very much live by what's for you won't pass you mm. and I really do say that to people things are put in front of you it's up to you to decide whether to take it or reject it and that's fine that's your decision and you own that decision but sometimes opportunities come in front of you and you go where did that come from or how did I end up here but it's meant it's mapped out for you and mm. it's up to you to, to decide it's like one of those kids um, puzzles where you have to find you know the treasure at the end of a, of um, a map mm. and people take twists and turns but they'll end up somewhere and I suppose being set out and thinking okay I want to do the A or I want to be an accountant and then they realise okay maybe they don't have um, the, uh, the higher grades and maths or something they don't get the place in college 
there's always an, another way. There's always another way. It's a harder way, but it, there's another way. And if you really, really want it, you can get there and you can achieve it. But it's putting it out there. There's no point in having all your dreams locked up inside your body. You're so right. If you don't mm. talk, put it down on paper, chat to people. You'll miss opportunities because people won't know that it's a, that that's what you want to do. Exactly. I so believe in that. I think that it's a, I very much believe in the power of attraction. Completely. And I think that, you know, I remember somebody, this is a lot of my own journey through the past year has been quite extraordinary, but um, I know um, an incredible lady that I met through my journey um, once said to me about, um, you know, the, the power of the universe, you know, let the universe guide you, let the universe direct you. And I used to think that was kind of a hippie line, you know, the hippies, you know, <laughs> I never really thought. But now I totally get it, totally get it. And I really live my life that way now. It's like I do trust that, you know, certain things in life. And I know it's very hard to for some people to identify with that because some things are just unexplainable mm. and some people really have it hard. But um, very often there's signs and sometimes people have to go through hard times and they, you know, to learn about themselves and to identify with the person that they they're meant to be because they learn valuable lessons from that um, and they they turn things around Completely. and those are the people that are really stand out in life and they're the really the people that we all kind of aspire to the ones that have gone through a bad place gone through the bad situation and they come out the other end of it and as hard as that is it's it's really about reaching out and finding ways and I love what you're doing actually it's not just a treatment you actually are talking to people about it, it seems like I know you said you're not a counsellor but it sounds a bit like counselling as well um, it's probably not an area that you kind of looked at but it, you know you're talking to people they're opening up to you about you know their bodies and what sort of problems they're having and they're ident you're identifying other sources other reasons that they're, they're People come into what what I try to have is it's a safe place. OK, when you come into my clinic, you come in what go what what is said in my clinic, what you say to me, what you tell me is completely private. It doesn't go anywhere else. And that's what I try to create It's a safe place. So if you have to scream, shout, if you have to let it out, that's OK. I am not judging you. I, I'm doing what I need to do and that is part of the treatment that you are there I'm not embarrassed by it um, and I don't want my client to be about it that is part of the process to get them to the next level To and that's what I try to achieve so with that I find a lot of them do open up and do we could have a general chit chat about the day and the next minute well wait till I tell you what happened to me before I came in and you go okay but you know what at least they're talking about it because if I said to them look I really think and I do say this to some of my clients when we get through uh, treatments is you do need to go and get professional help you do need to talk to somebody about this you need to you know deal with it um, you know if but when you say to people listen you know go talk to somebody it's like it's like a bad thing if I tell people I have to go and talk to somebody about something you know mental health is still frowned upon but it's not if you uh, they're coming into me with a sore knee and that's okay but if I send them to a counsellor they think that there's something wrong with that to talk to them but there's not it's the same thing they're still part of your body you mm. need to deal with it and and that's what I try to do so I work alongside an awful lot of um, different 
people and with doctors, with counsellors, with mental health professionals and to try and get them to the right spot and get them back up and running. Absolutely sounds great. But I think the thing is what you've done as well and what you do with your clients is you build the trust. And I think that people trust you and you're dealing with their bodies and the problem that they go with. And I think that they you basically open up to other channels that they feel they can trust you, confide in you about other problems or the situation. So I think you'll probably find you'll be doing a lot more counselling, to be honest. <laughs> but you're very, um, definitely think so, you know. But I think that's the thing. Sometimes people are just, just want to speak to somebody. They want to talk about, okay, the problem is this, but actually you're able to identify other things. And that's when they can feel they can open up and talk to you more about things. And it's opening up um, a lot more. In, you know, in their own psyche, it's opening up their different things in their emotions and they're able to talk to you. Do um, doctors, I don't know how, I'm just actually, this is something I'm really curious about. How are the doctors, um, are they are they with you on this? Like, um, I know doctors, I know very often, you know, and, you know, I know it's important to work with them, yeah. but um, I don't know how open they are to this alternative way. Is It depends on the doctor. It depends on the doctor. Um you know, I actually—it's—I have gone in and spoke to some doctors, and they—they—they're just not in for it at all. Okay, which is fine, and that's grand. But what I find it is great—I have clients that actually are going back telling the doctors what they're doing. So I have a particular client who has fibromyalgia, and uh, she comes to me every six weeks, and we manage it, and we're keeping her under. Now I can't fix it, but I can help her to go carry on on a day-to-day basis and keep her life functioning so she's not on any meds and she was recommended to go on meds 18 months ago and she went back to the doctor recently and he said uh, how are you coping with this like you should be on meds and she's just said to her every six weeks I go and get an Amatsu treatment I haven't progressed anymore in the last 18 months but she says I know when, uh, when I have a flare-up I just pick up the phone and I just say things are bad now we're starting we're just on the edge of things turning she'll come down to me I'll give her a treatment rebalance her sort her out and she'll go back off again and she'll be fine but instead of taking the medication that's what she wants to do now I'm working with her and I've also said to her there will maybe become a point in time when you do have to go on medication but at the moment if you're okay and you can stay going We'll, we'll work together so her doctor was absolutely delighted that the, and he could see because he yeah. had done the tests on her 18 months ago and wanted to put her it's on great. it's great that's great as I said but there's I think the problem in this country is that you know I think that the doctors don't have the time uh, medication is the only answer yeah uh, we've got a huge crisis at the moment yeah, um, and I think if doctors could just be a bit more open and adapt to different now I know that they're nervous about recommending yeah. an alternative but I know there's different countries and I think Australia but they, they do work with you know a lot of healthcare uh, and they, the alternatives the holistic approach to health yeah. and if we could try and deal with things that way and very often that can be literally the answer to so many people you know rather than handing them a load of pills and say go take these and they're not addressing the problem so I think that really we need to change the way things are being done yeah. and we need to look at the way things you know the way things are being done the medical professional work better with holistic and, and, and approach this from an angle that really this is what if I had if I had the way you know that yeah. it's a, if I had the choice now I think that we should really be um, it's a shame we couldn't adapt something that we could kind of work it in key it in together and kind of look at that route rather than going down the completely and I mean I work an awful lot each other. completely I work an awful lot with uh, pregnant women post-pregnant women 
and and because I'm a mum and I know how hard it is to have young kids or whatever um, running around and the tiredness and everything that goes with it and it's it's a massive trauma giving birth okay mm. we go in with this idealistic plan and it doesn't always go to plan mm. and then when that happens the trauma of giving birth whatever way it has to be done to make sure mum and baby are okay two days later you're handed this brand new baby and you're sent home mm-hmm. and you go oh my goodness what has just happened what do we do? it's incredible what we go through yeah isn't? and yeah. it's it's a massive thing and so never mind that your body has been carrying a baby maybe more than one for 10 months okay and the impact it has on your hips and your bones and your legs and your back and everything else and your organs you then deliver the child then you go on to go home and deal with whatever issues that might come along the, the way and you get no sleep. The sleepless nights, yeah. I know, they're really hard. And when you mm. go to the doctor then, you know, um, it's again mental health, mental health issues when people hear of postnatal depression. And they don't want to deal with it and they just run away from it. But if they they come to me and I'm like, well, let's get the body sorted. And if we can get the body sorted and increase the energy levels, maybe you could deal with it in a little bit better and not be so frustrated. And like my biggest goal would be I would love to see every uh, mum new mum getting the matzo treatment before like after the six week checkup I think that would bring down postnatal depression numbers people just feeling horrible that they're not good mummies and they are they're all brilliant it's the hardest job in the world Mm. and it's every day for the next for the rest of your life that is your job Mm. so but we beat ourselves up we're yeah. not skinny enough. We didn't lose the weight quick enough. We're not, you know, the house isn't perfect. Oh, I didn't do this. We didn't do that. We're always finding negatives. Absolutely. And it's very difficult. Absolutely. It is very difficult. You know, we could focus on the positives a bit more, but um, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a big, big, it's a massive life changing thing. You know, your body goes through so much and then mentally you're going through so much yep. and your body has to just adjust all of a sudden then to this whole change and, and your your life never will never be the same, you know, yeah. but I think that's the, the thing we put the pressures on ourselves that we have to be the best of this and best of that and we're supposed to keep up with you know the housework and be able to keep up with the things we would have done before and and we put ourselves in a, we really keep her you know we, we don't give ourselves credit for what we do no. and so many new mommies out there it's a, such a challenging time so I actually think that's great I, I think you know it's if there only there was some way we could try and get that into the hospitals and actually, you know, I know there's uh, the prenatal classes and the hospitals are all encouraging that. But if there was a bit more encouragement to the alternative ways. But the problem is, I think, is that, you know, alternative, is it really, you know, the holistic approach to our health? It's not being nurtured as much. I know it's a lot more, it's a lot more. People are really looking for all sorts of resources now. And this is really has to be the way we need to go. It has to be the answer. But um, I don't know if it's really being as, you know, adapted as much, and you know, and, and embraced as much in, in the likes of the medical. Yeah, and I think and the there's hospitals. another way to look at it as well. Like, uh, Matsu goes back to basics before MRI scans, before um, computers came in to analyse things. It, you know, it, it, it came from martial arts tradition in Japan. So that the, when the warriors went out to work on the... Um, or fight on the battlefield the medics came in and fixed them on the battlefield so they didn't have uh, computers and machines to check blood pressure they had to go 
into the body and see what the body was telling them at that particular time and work with the information that was at that time and that's what I do I go in and I go okay well what's going on with this body how are th- how's the soul muscles how, how's the lumbers how's, how's the person kind of lying or how did they fall what, ha- what happened where did the pain did it go up did it go down your legs is it a tickly pain is it a sharp pain and going back to you know the old wives tales and a lot of them are great it's going back to the basics and going I have to communicate with you to find out what's going on and we have to talk about it and you have to tell me it's your body what do you think it is and often when I say that to clients what do you think it is they they're spot on they are spot on they know their bodies inside out so it is you know it's not you know airy fairy sometimes holistic people think I can only imagine sometimes what people think they're coming to meet me they're like oh my god she's going to be sprinkling fairy dust on me or something I'm not I'm a very normal person um, you know and I'm not what they expect to see but what I'm doing is going back to basics it's very scientific background in it um, anatomy and physiology uh, all the different systems the nervous systems everything like that that's the background that I, I, I have studied but I don't have a mis- machine I don't have an MRI machine I don't have an x-ray but I can tell you which discs are out by the feel I love it I think it sounds fantastic yeah. definitely I think I'll be coming to you you'll anyway have to next go time. for a treatment that's it absolutely count me in We're back in the studio and here we are, Elaine at Platt. Um, we've been talking during the break about uh, lots of different things, but case studies is something um, I'd love to know more about. Any particular person that might have had um, any particular nice uh, situation with yourself? Um, and I'm just wondering if you might have anything. Okay, well, there's you know, um, there's a lot of different scenarios that come in. Okay, so I would, as I said to you before, I deal with the basics of somebody with pulled ligaments, um, down to somebody just comes in and just not feeling well. So I uh, one particular lady who came in to me and she just said. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm just not firing on all cylinders. And I said, OK, fine. So sit up there. We'll have a chat. And we had a chat, went through medical conditions. Uh, she'd had three babies. And um, I said, right, I'm just going to have a look at your body, which is often what I do. I get the medical history, but I'm like, look, let's talk to the main man, which is the body, mm. right? And I'll just balance the body and we'll see what's going on. So we balanced the hips and we worked on the feet and... Um, Basically, what was the problem was she her second birth was extremely traumatic, as in everything was going fine. Everything. And then the next minute, there's a problem. We need to get this baby out now. Right. And what happened was her legs were actually thrown over her head and they popped, literally popped the baby out. Mm-hmm. So um, we f- I found her hips were stuck, the sacrum was stuck, the trauma was still stuck inside her. So um, just when I say stuck inside her, I was working on her bones, her ligaments, the fascia, the scar tissue. Um, 
again the computer, our body's a computer it records everything it remembers everything it knows what's got what has happened it stores it so we did the treatment and she left and she felt energized and she just looked brighter just brighter in her eyes and um headed off and enjoyed the hour break from the kids so she rang me the next day and uh, i said hi how are you how are you getting on she's grand i can't stop crying and I said, okay, is this normal? And I said, well, not. there is no such thing as normal. But I said, the emotion is actually trapped in your body and you have been so busy that you haven't dealt with it. So I said, can you give the kids to somebody and can you give yourself an hour, go up to bed and bawl your eyes out and just let it out. Just let it out. So she said, yeah, my husband's here. So I, And I said, grand. So she came back for the next treatment and I said to her, how are you? And she said, I'm actually a lot better she said you know I'm just I'm feeling good and I said oh, great so we did another treatment anyway that was fine and she was grand I didn't see her then for about six months and she walked in and rang me and said I need to come see you and I said okay grand come on she came in and I said to her what's up she said I don't know my husband said I have to come and see it because he said I'm after changing in the last <laughs> few weeks so just the, it had just come back he had noticed the difference in her her energy levels her uh, mood everything she was just calmer she was able to cope with stuff she was able to deal with things and it was kind of something else had happened and it kind of had reverted back to its comfort zone and he just said to her I think you should go and see Elaine and I and she arrived and I gave her another treatment and she was gone again and I just said to her look you're going to have to maintenance if something traumatic happens in your life your body will go back to that place where it can stay functioning but it's not actually functioning properly mm. and when that happens and you know it it's that morning when you go to get out of the bed and you're like I just want to stay in this place and that's when you pick up the phone and you give me a shout we see you sort you out I mightn't see you again for six months or a year or whatever so that's that's the complex things that come in the door that you just don't know what to expect mm. at all um, I have also had a situation where somebody just comes in and they can't get out of the bed lying in the bed three days and um, I was actually when she walked in the door I said how am I going to get her up on the table she was so bad so we got her up on the table and balanced her hips balanced the body and she was able to walk out the door now she wasn't fixed she wasn't sorted she had to come back for uh, three more sessions so it was four sessions in total and she said to me when she was finishing up and we found the source of the pain was actually her knee she had done her uh, she damaged her knee a couple of years ago um, but the, the back was the thing that floored her again a mum with three kids didn't have time to be lying in bed for three days um, was dying to get back up and get going but it took four sessions and she said to me leaving the, she said I haven't felt like this she said in at least three or four years and I Amazing. again I just said to her look you need to mind yourself we need to put yourself first at certain points of the time and that's it we forget about ourselves we just keep going keep going mm. somebody needs their school books somebody needs their PE gear we have to cook the dinner we have to clean the house it's just that time where you go when your head says I need to do something for myself that's when you need to do something for yourself mm. and that's we don't do it we wait six months and then 
we can't move and then we decide we have to do something and then it further. all builds up and it That's adds it. to other anxieties and completely and uh, you know you just feel like you can you've lost control of your life yeah completely and um, and everything else falls down you know so if you're not in a good place nothing else can stay strong you know um, and it's a ripple effect it'll affect everybody so really we need to mind ourselves and bring it back to the here and now and that all comes back to the mindfulness the meditation you know I think we're all a lot more um, open to this because we feel that um, there has to be something more you know and everybody at some stage in their life suffers with mental health sort of issues I'm going to talk to you a bit about anxieties now um, very quickly but um, you know is there some way any particular tips that you would um, suggest anybody or you know is it a case that yeah so you, with anxiety you can calm the body down okay so you go into an anxious state go into the bathroom go somewhere privately take uh, your right hand pretend you have you know the old fashioned earphones where they used to click into your ear and it goes around your ear yes okay so you take your um, your finger beside your thumb right and you just trace around so you go into your ear around the outside of the ear straight down your shoulder and down off into your ring finger if you do that three times on your left side and then you do the exact same thing on your right side that is flooring the anxiety so it just brings you back into the moment your head goes off into a standing about everything that could possibly could happen but if you do that and it takes seconds It'll bring you back into the present. It'll calm the body down and it won't go off in a, in, in a tangent. Mm. And that is the one tip I would give to everybody. Great. And it works for everybody. It's a great it tip. even works on babies. Mums can do it. Dads can do it on babies just to calm them down. You know, when they go into that, you yes. can't talk to them mm. like, but you would bring them back and slow the body down and they'll kind of be going, what is she doing? They'll be very aware See, of what she's doing. I think that that's a lot of distraction as well. So like it gives you something else to focus on. Okay, you have to concentrate on your finger, putting it up a certain yeah. way, going down, do the whole motion thing. And your your brain, you're actually, you're alerting, you're just, you're, you're ch- setting your brain off in your direction of pr- thought yeah. to a different place. But is we, that we, we is have that prog- right? Yeah, we have actually programmed our bodies on how to react when we go into anxiety and it will go it will go the way you want it to go mm. whatever you're if it's bawling your eyes out some people it's like they can't breathe you know they can't get their breath we've trained our bodies to do that so if you do something else you'll disrupt it but it's that is actually the adrenaline um, where you're, you're calming the body down you're bringing it down to a level so that is a really good tip for anybody and Great. nobody is going to know what you're doing mm. nobody's going to be aware of it it's done instantaneously you can do it anywhere great. and it's a great tip That's for anybody great tip. so literally you just cup your finger like, just take um, your finger go around your ear around your ear literally cup down. your ear around your ear and then just off your ring finger and then just guide it through three times on each side and that'll bring the adrenals back down I think we'll all be doing that now (laughs) you know (laughs) I can think yes um, we're literally just going to ask you now uh, for some contact details as I said we're we're running out of time Elaine so how does anyone contact yourself Um, probably the best way is on my Facebook page it's Elaine Platt um, Amatsu Therapy and I'll just Amatsu is A-M-A-T-S-U Amatsu Therapy I also have a private page there my own page Elaine Platt if you 
if you message me on that I'll, I'll direct you or have a chat right. and I run a clinic in uh, Blanchardstown in Holistic Nurture on the main street in Blanchardstown so it, it's kind of close for your listeners if it suits them Fantastic. and then I've one in Dundrum so I'd be happy for anybody to give me a shout and we'll have a chat um, the treatment just to let people know because sometimes people think it's very expensive it's 60 euros for the for a treatment very good so at least they're aware of what the cost Absolutely. that it is Absolutely, that's great that's great to get it to, yeah. get, to know that as well I think that if anything else you're going to get a great relaxing treatment but to be honest with you I think that's something that we all need to do um, for ourselves and I'm identify the problem and then as I said we can take it further then you know but I've loved having you on the show I think it's amazing what you're doing and I think you're incredible um, <laughs> the work you're doing is incredible and I think that we all need to kind of look at a ways of trying to deal with um, our own bodies and how we can kind of bring it back to the well, thank the best you very much for having be me. In. It's well, been very enjoyable. Yeah, it's been great having you. Well, listen, thanks for being here and thanks, Philip, from the desk. And um, I'll be back next week. Thank you.